Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 608 of the Milk Bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show this week, we have music from two sources, Jade and JP, having an answer with JP about their work, and also Bluebird finding out about what they've been up to, a brand new live style album, and the great stuff they already have under their belts that they've been bringing out over the last 12 months. In addition to that, we'll be talking about the appearance of Sustain on Prime, fantastic Midlands-produced film. Troy Denison and Brett Jewsby letting us know about that one. In addition to that, we'll be helping to keep you fit too. TPM Health and Fitness's Tom Morgan joining us for a bit of a natter. Plus, we'll also have Paul Ryder along. It seems to be a regular guest at the moment. He's got loads going on with his LGBT plus Spark group. He runs with his partner. We'll be finding out about their latest event, which looks at mental health awareness. That's on the way on the show this week. <laughs> With Sustain appearing on Prime, with a bit of a premiere on the 22nd of February, it's going to be an absolute treat for filmgoers across the UK, in fact globally I'm going to guess, to tell us more about what is going on. I'm joined now by Troy Dennison and Brett Dewsbury. Hello sirs! Hello! Right, so Sustain itself has been a labour of love for a number of years now. Troy, when did it all begin? Funny you should ask, literally four years ago this very week, we were filming. We were nightclub in Wolverhampton on the cold and f- frosty streets of Wolverhampton, a lovely church out in Staffordshire filming a funeral scene with snow, and we we're all commenting about how cold it is. And isn't it strange getting snow in February? And if you look out the window, hey, yeah. look. No, it's February. It's a thing. And obviously, Brett, you have been behind an awful lot of this story. Tell us about how it began for you. It started back after we'd finished House of Screaming Death. Um, Me and Dave had spoke that we'd wanted to work together again at some point. Um, And because I'd just left university, I was trying to build a bit of a a repertoire, a bit of a, well, I wanted a showreel and headshots and a bit of a portfolio. So Dave said to me, we'll shoot some sort of short scene so we can do like put together a little show reel thing um and i was just going on holiday with my other half and stepson and uh he said think of some ideas and when we get back we'll put them down on paper and we'll, we'll get started on them but me being me an hour into the journey to torquay uh i came up with this block line and that's sort of where it just it just stemmed from there really and then me and me and dave sat down and we brainstormed some ideas and it sort of just grew gradually as things do and then before you know it we've got we've gone from a short film to a feature film and <laughs> there you are absolutely you know, a feature film that uh, you you could have probably you know, had another half an hour of because of the way in which you've uh, you, you filmed a, an awful lot and then you've, you've sort of made it into a, a very much a, a polished piece of work and Troy you know that must have been difficult deciding what stayed and what went it was i mean Touching back on what Brett just said about building up the story, just writing these bits and pieces, I mentioned the funeral scene. Hey, we need a church and a minister. Okay, let's get those. Um, Oh, look, there's a scene that's set 
it was originally a supermarket, but getting a supermarket was tricky. So we ended up at Wheelspin Models just down the road here in Cannock and had the runs of the place for an entire day. It's getting places like that that actually fill out that visual aspect of it. And building it up is just like, it's a jigsaw. It's all these little elements coming together slowly and gradually until suddenly you're a roller coaster that won't stop. <laughs> yeah, and, and this is so worthy of being on Prime. I mean, I enthused about it when I came along to the, uh, the cast and crew screening, which seems like five minutes ago, but when did we do that? I can't remember. It was, well, it was a year ago because I just, um, I've been getting the memories on Facebook from the premiere night. Yes. So it would be a year ago now, yeah. So we were just approaching lockdown even then. And you know, that in, in, in itself, you know, it, the, the event, the, the getting people together and the talking about it, I, that was, it was great to see so many people and such a massive involvement. We're talking a number of people involved worthy of a Hollywood blockbuster. Yeah, we, we had some tremendous talent in front of and behind the camera. We really did. So uh, we were very, 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 very lucky. Uh, from the gentleman sitting with us right now, across the board, Rich Book, Jay Podmore, the list goes on and on and on. We had some phenomenal actors working with us. The team that we worked with, we pretty much all knew each other. You know, there were the odd one or two that just came in. So it was because we already knew kind of one another from other projects, it, you sort of, it, it becomes easier to just get stuck straight into it and you're more like it closing it. It's like a fam, becomes like a family sort of thing. Family is the word, yeah. 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 And I, having been along to filming, uh, which has been done over in Warsaw, uh, you've already mentioned various places, you got some things in Cannock, and uh, you, you covered the, the whole of the West Midlands pretty much, didn't you? I mean, Brett, where was your favourite place to be that wasn't too cold? Oh, gosh. Well, I did, re as cold as it was, I did enjoy the Wolverhampton. Uh, there's a scene in the street, really, it was at night, but it was snowing, and you had the yeah. light of the around the church coming down onto the street and it was just stunning that was probably aesthetically for the look of it was my, but uh what was one of my favorites but i'd say the garage I, I i did quite enjoy that that finale and the and the multiple scenes that we did in the garage i know some of them didn't make the final cut but it was just great of the uh, of the the college to say that we could use those facilities because it just gave it was just brilliant i, I really enjoyed that yeah, I said it was that. That was an amazing day. I was down there for part of that. I know you were more there for, I think, just more than just the one day. But there's an awful lot that goes into this. And again, Troy, from beginning to end, how many man hours do you think? Oh, good grief! Um, I genuinely couldn't put a number on it. Lots, because it's more it for the um... the conversations, and then just carries on and carries on. And even on the back end of it, I mean, we're still working on it now because it's hitting prime in just over a week. I'm doing the subtitles at the moment, so it doesn't stop. No, it doesn't stop. <laughs> it's not. It's more so what happens off the screen that's took the most hours. You know, we did it over sixteen days, the original shoot. So uh, over the course of weekends, so it was what two months of weekends. So sixteen days to make a film's pretty crazy, really. But then it's all the the editing and the the cut. What do you cut away and all the the grading and like you say you've got subtitles to do now on amazon and yeah it's it's that stuff that takes the time because obviously we've all got our normal jobs as well so yeah and the the work that's gone into it really so as i just show on screen and although this may be a, a midlands film on a relatively low budget it certainly doesn't feel that way and it's about the storytelling and, and brett you must be proud of what you've got there oh yeah i mean to be honest 
as a as a I'll always critique myself because you always think, oh well, I could have done this, I could have done that. But as a whole, when you when you're writing it down on paper and and the outcome, you can't you can't ask anymore. But what we, the limitations of like the budget, as you say, um, and the, the the time that we had to film it, you know, it's it really you, you couldn't ask anymore. I think I think we've heard people say, you know, I heard people on the premiere night saying the storytelling is just really well really well told and um you know it's credit to dave and the actors that we work with and people from behind the scene that were giving us pointers and things you know you couldn't you couldn't ask for any more a really good piece and i say well worth a watch if you haven't got amazon prime yet sign yourself up for the month free as of monday the 22nd and watch this you can watch it as many times as you like in the month then it'll be absolutely brilliant but uh, it is absolutely well worth a look and i uh, say if we're searching for this how do we find it get on amazon prime and just type in sustain in the search bar and we'll be looking for the the title scene. And uh, I think we've got uh, whose whose pictures do we see when the, uh, the, the 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 file comes up? We have the poster for the film, so you'll see Brett's smiling face on there. <laughs> I'm not smiling. <laughs> no. So it's certainly not a film that uh, that causes you to smile. It's, but it's an amazingly well told story. There are funny moments, there are poignant moments. We've got got everything in there. I think we've been careful not to give anything away here. We haven't talked about the film itself, just the process, because I want you to see that yourself. And um, make sure you stay till the end because uh, I, I, I get to, to feature as well in audio. If not, uh, I, I, you don't want to see me, but the, the sound works quite well. But uh, thank you both for joining us. Congratulations on, on where we are now. And this is as close to a theatrical release as anything can get at the moment. And by far, you definitely deserve to be appearing on the Prime platform courtesy of, uh, of Amazon. And uh, yeah, it's going to be fantastic to, to see you and the rest of the gang up there. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. With a new album and a rather live sound, Uneven Unplugged from Bluebird is going to be a treat for your ears. We've got Chris Lowry and Gareth Pastor. Tell me more. Hello to you both. Morning. How are you doing? All good here. And uh, I mean, what's going on musically at the minute? Because uh, Uneven Ground was the first album. Where are we now, Chris? Well, the, um, at the moment, it, it's uh, very odd times. But we have been actually recording remotely. We're, we're recording new material. Um, and during that time, we sort of recorded the, uh, the uneven, unplugged sort of stuff as well. So we're, uh, we're sort of in the process of creating a new album, really. We're forced into it through this... Uh, this pandemic thing, you know. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's, there's this thing that's going on. And uh, so it's, yeah, it's, 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 there's something happening, but, you know. But it, it, it's been something of a distraction from the world of the arts, hasn't it, in many ways? But equally then, it's also caused people to be much more creative in the way in which they're bringing things to life. And, and Gareth, I mean, this is something that uh, I assume you're quite keen to do too. Yeah, I think one of the things that we've, we've learned to do is to, to work remotely so that we've learned how to not only practice together, but also to be able to record stuff, which I think a lot of people have been doing anyway. Um, but we've been expanding our contacts in terms of the radio coverage we're getting. So we're having extensive radio coverage as well at the moment. So obviously people can't do live gigs. Chris has been doing live streaming wherever he can. Um, and it's a question of adapting and making sure you keep your profile high and people know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the un uneven unplugged was going back to our roots because halfway through last year, we actually produced our second album and launched Find Your Way, which was out on all the normal platforms. Uh, but obviously we couldn't do the launch gigs because everything had been killed off. 
So it's a question of adapting, moving forward, making sure you're doing something new all the time. Mm-hmm. And that, that's part of the excitement. Chris, give us the, uh, the, the, the tour of the, uh, the band. Who have we got and what they're doing? Well, it's, it's me. Chris, I sort of on the song, write the songs and uh, sing and play guitar. And Gareth is the keyboard player. And Gareth does lots of the logistics and booking the uh, events because I just forget that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I forget I'm in a band that we need to play, you know, that sort of thing. So, uh, um, yeah, so that, that's it really. It's just the two of us, uh, backcountry duo. We were, um, well, he's an honorary backcountry uh, member now. He's come from the Potteries. Or he thinks I'm an honorary member of the Potteries, and I think he's an honorary member of the Black Country, so it works both ways there. But they're both areas which are used to a bit of graft, even if uh, you have to get your hands dirty in both of those worlds. And I mean, Do you think that sort of feel comes to the music as well, with a bit of a rich history from those two regions? I think it does, in a way. I mean, I suppose you're right about what you know. I mean, the songs that perhaps are coming up on the new album that are more sort of rooted in sort of more uh, sort of traditional sort of folky type things, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I think so, yeah. And I think there is that sort of graft sort of element of things. I always look at sort of bands from around here. When you compare them to the sort of, you know, the sort of big bands that are, were around you, like your Slades and and your uh, um, um, Black Sabbath and, and bands like that. And they're so down-to-earth actually compared to you know, you're uh, even like Led Zeppelin. You know, the sort of the, the people in them, the sort of and Slade, that they've got a real sort of down to earth sort of way, way of working, really, and, and a way of talking to the media. They always did when you compared it to like your David Bowie's at the time, that they were sort of in another world, but sort of uh, the sort of a working class sort of uh, ethic that I think that is uh, within bands around here. And Gareth, uh, again, as, as keyboards, I mean, are you kind of standing away at the at the back or do you, do you like to be uh, just as much at the, at the front when you are allowed to gig as your front man himself? It tends to vary. Chris is really the front man. Uh, and I tended to say at the start, I fill the gaps and just make it sound a bit more full. But increasingly, we're writing songs where I've got some lead parts as well, which is quite interesting. Um, but it is tend to be focused on Chris, which I think is the right way because it, it's the creative side from from him, really. And what have you got planned for the future? So you've got two albums under your belt as studio albums. You've got the uh, the, the, the latest work, which is very much a, a live feel to it without actually being allowed to have an audience. Uh, so uh, what happens next? What are we thinking, Chris? If things open up, you know, I think there's going to be some, maybe some very small gigs at the end towards the end of this year, but I think they'd be very small, if, if anything. So we've got about 10 tracks recorded now for, for that's no tracks, and I'm going to be mixing and mastering those. And we've, I've got quite a few others uh, written, ready to record as well. So I think we're going to have a, another album out very quickly, but it's, you see, we, we were put on hold with, um, with the last album. We had a launch, we were going to uh, play with Alvin Youngheart, uh, at the Robin Hood Club, that was going to be a big gig. We had a, a gig lined up at the the Gifford uh, with um, a promoter Brett Hall. Mm-hmm. That was going to be our launch thing. So it's sort of this album. We've got sort of stacks of them because we sell them at live gigs more than anything. Yeah, and uh, that was going to be uh, you know the, the big thing for us. So it's really quite odd that you're on to the next thing, but you haven't actually finalised the thing before. 
So uh, it, it's very odd, and I'm sure that, well, everyone's sort of in that position in the music uh, industry, really. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of work to look forward to, say, the, the third full studio album to come, and as I say, with, with effectively three albums already available, there's plenty for you to share, and when you are able to gig, they're not going to know what's hit them, are they? No, they're not. We're gonna, we won't let them out of the venue. We're going to lock the doors. Yeah, we're still going to keep playing into the early hours. It'll be an absolute <laughs> treat for everybody, I'm sure. Yeah. And so we're going to take a, a little listen to some of your music now. And then the second album, Find Your Way, is where we're heading to. And I think we're going to take a little look at the your title track. Yeah, OK, yeah, it is, yeah. Find Your Way from our second album, Find Your Way. So explain a bit more about the, the album, the ethos here. Find Your Way, um, it's really about, it's strange because it sort of links to what's going on now. It's about cutting your way through uh, media noise. It's about sort of having a direction. And um, it starts off to, like talking about uh, pilgrimages and um, how people used to go on pilgrimage and find sort of a spiritual sort of heart, where now it's sort of uh, how do you find your way through um, uh, a media that is, you know, just saturated with images and, and ideas, and it's about finding your home through that. Okay. We'll take a, a listen now. Meanwhile, uh, who's going to be head of giving me full web details so we can get the back catalogue, which is ever-expanding, and all the other stuff that is to follow? Yeah, I can give you those details. Gareth's in charge. Take it away, sir. Right, so you can get a hold of us on bluebirdband.co.uk. You've got a Facebook page, which is Bluebird Band, uh, and we're also on Twitter, which is the handle Bluebird Band. Okay, Bluebird Band is, Bluebird is the name of the gang, and we are now going to take a little listen to some of the work. Chris, Gareth, thank you for joining us. Keep up the good stuff during 2021 and beyond. Thanks, Jason. Very much. Thank you, Jason. Find the real me somewhere deep 
TPM Fitness is going to be bringing us uh, a monthly long chat and a bite-sized audio piece each week with some great tips. We had a little chat back in January when we started to think about getting into the right shape for 2021 and he's here now for a bit of a natter. Hello, sir. Good morning. How are we doing? Yeah, all good. Bit cold, but other than that, I'm all good. Yeah, how are you? And I'm all right, but I mean, the cold is fairly standard just at the moment, and it's limiting things, isn't it? Because it means that uh, uh, people aren't able to get outside and do a bit of exercise the same way as normal. Walking seems to be the best form of exercise we can get just at the minute if we're outdoors. Yeah, it seems to be that way. I, as you know, have been advocating people getting outdoors and training anyway, and that lasted up until about Wednesday of last week where the temperatures seem to have dropped even more and it is it is getting difficult at the minute but still plenty of options you know and if we have to use what limited indoor space we have then so be it and uh, we, we, we can always find something to do I mean when it, when it has been outdoors I mean you've got this weird frame thing in your garden haven't you yeah I was um so there's there's two weird frame things in the garden there's there's the um old swing set that was here when my parents moved into this house 21 years ago I think mm -hmm. um which has served as a bit of a pull-up bar for the the first half of lockdown and then <laughs> um a friend's dad kindly donated a uh, pull up bar that I had to set up myself, so that's that's where we've moved over to now. But yeah, and, and, not and that, everybody's got those options. Yeah, well, no, I mean, it is something to consider though if you aren't seriously training at home. And I mean, it could be you'd, you'd maybe never done gym and stuff before, but you want to have a go at this sort of thing. And uh, yeah, those, those that sort of stuff is uh, an option, but equally, the, you don't want to get cold. As we sort of talked about the cold, will, will cold hamper your muscles getting to do what they need to do anyway if you are running around outside? 
Potentially, yeah. I yesterday was the first day. So what what I've been saying up until the last few days really is the the temperature was such even even when it was snowing really that if you get a good warm up in, then by the time you started, you know, getting out there is is horrible. But by the time you started, you you were okay usually. Um, but yesterday was the first time that I trained, did a good warm up, and then felt myself cooling down as I was exercising. So yeah, it's um. It's probably not ideal conditions at the minute for, for exercising. So probably less strenuous exercise outside is, is going to be a good idea. If you're comfortable jogging, then maybe a light jog. But yeah, everything else is probably best moved inside for the next, well, however long. However well, I mean, we're hoping for a better week weather-wise this week. We could see the temperature rise. As soon as it does, you'll be dangling from that thing in the garden again, no doubt. If we are looking at exercising at home, then what tips would you give on, on uh, just, just one simple exercise for now, just to, to get people started and I suppose to do a bit of a warm up as well to make sure that they don't injure themselves when they're doing it? Yeah. So as for a warm up, anything that raises body temperature, really. So that is going to look different from from one person to the next, depending on on your sort of fitness levels. But a- anything from from a bit of maybe dynamic stretching so that would be like stretching where you're not holding the stretch for a long time um anything like jogging on the spot high knees anything like that that's just going to get your body temperature rising and as for training with with limited space there's plenty of options really for your lower body squats lunges glute bridges loads of ab exercises press-ups if they're accessible to you for your Mm. upper body burpees mountain climbers there's it's just enough room to fit you you can do plenty. You see, a lot of those sound quite dangerous. And the whole burpee idea, that, that doesn't appeal. But it's, it's sometimes worthwhile taking yourself out of the comfort zone a little bit just to try and get these things done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anybody that used to do my classes when I used to work on the gym floor will will tell you that I am not a fan of burpees myself. I'm a fan of making other people do them, but not <laughs> fan myself. But each time we've been put into lockdown, I've, I've done plenty. I think more than anything else, because life can be quite monotonous at the minute, it can be quite repetitive. Finding different ways to challenge yourself with exercise can can be enough to, to break the day up a little bit almost, doing things that you're not used to. Yeah. Uh, but equally, uh, it's, it's, it's a chance to, to say you have a break, but also to, to feel a bit better. And Dynamic stretching. Come on, you're going to have to demonstrate a bit of dynamic stretching for me to explain exactly what this is. Okay. Um, I'm not going to be able to demonstrate because we've been decorating in here. And <laughs> okay, no we'll, we'll let you off but then. Things, things like sort of arm swings and leg swings, rather than, you know, bending down and touching your toes, toes and holding that for a minute, it would be more like leg swings and stuff like that. We'll get another video on it. Uh, we'll, 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 look, we'll look forward to that uh, over the yeah. next uh, next few weeks. And uh, I mean, with what you've got coming up, I mean, you look after the, the nutrition side of things, you talk exercise, and uh, in our little bite-sized pieces, what would be great if we can do is, uh, is, is each week, if you can just give us one thing to think about. And uh, you know, whether it be you know, uh, a few tips on, on something from a nutrition point of view, or maybe uh, one exercise to try, or, and it, you can even demo uh, a bit of uh, your dinner stretching and we can stick that on the uh, on the old facebook pages ever and uh, you know this sort of thing it is a starting point and uh, whilst we, we we can't do much else it's, it's it's one way of going at it but i know this week you've been posting quite a lot of stuff uh, about people who just don't necessarily think it's right for them 
suddenly realise, hang on, if I talk to someone, I might be able to do something, and then can actually turn things around and really be pleased with the results. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I, I put the post up. I used uh, a client called Wayne as an example, and I think a lot of people can probably relate to the the feeling of being somebody who says, oh, I'm just, this This is my body type. You know, I'm, I'm meant to be big. I'm meant to be skinny. I'm meant to be this or that. When actually using Wayne as the example, we really only made a few very minor changes. He lost two stone over six months. And then more importantly was the point of the post. It's been six months since we stopped working together and he's roughly the same weight, still still training in the same way. So not only did he change what he thought was unchangeable, you know, his, his body type, but he also has maintained that since with, you know, effort, but not great difficulty. So, so yeah, the, the possibility for change is always there. It just, yeah, it just means getting the right plan in place. And as for um, doing one tip a week, I think that's a really good idea as well. And something that I stress with clients quite a lot, that a lot of the reasons why people, even people who are really motivated to make a big change, end up not so motivated a few weeks later is because they try and change everything straight away. You know, you rip up the diet and start afresh, start exercising six times a week, start, you know, give, give yourself a bedtime straight away, start drinking three liters of water. So you never stop weeing and, you know, just, just try and change so many things all in one go. And it, that, put, it puts you know. off. It's, it stops you from succeeding. And then you don't want to put yourself under that pressure to succeed and, and then immediately cause that failure. So uh, you'll be with us for that. Meanwhile, though, if somebody wants to work with you for six months or six years, you're able to help them out by uh, the, the wonderful stuff that you do as a, a personal trainer and nutrition expert. Where do people find you? Okay, so best place to find me will be on Instagram at TPM underscore health and fitness. That's where you'll see what, what I'm all about. It's the same name on Facebook as well. I try and be as consistent on Facebook, but Instagram's probably better if you can. And the website is uh, tpmhealthandfitness.com. So check out all the details there. You can find this man giving you some tips and uh, explaining some of the, his world and uh, how uh, you can be part of it. And, and do not be daunted by some of the stuff that he does. He's a young thing and will make sure he tailors whatever he suggests to you, to you and your body type. Yeah. So always good to speak to you. Thank you for joining us. And I look forward to our weekly bite-sized updates from next week. Yeah, looking forward to it. Jade and JP have been entertaining audiences online throughout lockdown, as they would normally do in real life. JP joins me now to tell me about what's going on. Hello, sir. Jason, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you keeping? I'm not too bad, thank you very much. Yeah, long time, yeah, and a long time no see. And in fact, last time I think it was in real life a few years ago. So uh, yeah, missing out on actually you know, seeing you perform properly. But the online stuff has been going down exceptionally well, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been it's been fun. It's been a lot of stress, but. Um... Yeah, but it's it's something different. We've been enjoying it, been having a good time. And you've got an absolutely amazing setup. Uh, we'll see uh, when we uh, have a little listen to one of the tracks soon because we've got some, uh, I think, some Joplin for us uh, a little bit later on. But uh, I mean, you've got screens, you've got your names in lights and all sorts. What's going on there? How did that happen? It's a bit ridiculous, to be honest. With it you. works though. <laughs> it's just kind of grown a bit, I think. Um, you know, it's, uh, we've all had to adapt to this new way of, uh, of getting out there. Yeah. And uh, 
it started, um, I don't, well, how long has it been now? About nine months, 10 months? Yeah, ten, it was ne- nearly 12 months now. We've got to be, got to be, it must be about 11 months through, surely, I think, something like that. Yeah, yeah so, yeah, we, we were all uh, on the first lockdown. We went into lockdown, and um, I remember uh, none of us could go out, and me and Jay were on the phone, and we were... I think we did a, a live stream just off our phone just before the lockdown. And then, of course, when it happened, we we couldn't even get together to practice or anything. and We couldn't do any more streaming we were on the phone saying, how are we going to play? How are we going to play? Uh, I think I think we were both nearly in tears. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we came up with this ridiculous idea uh, that... Um, I'll, I streamed me playing guitar. I was in my house streaming to Jade. Uh, she had her iPad at home. And uh, she was streaming herself and the iPad out onto Facebook. And it was absolutely ridiculous. It was a, such a stupid idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because there was a 30-second time delay, so we couldn't have a conversation. She's trying to talk to people, and halfway through, I'm asking her questions, and she's answering me. <laughs> I'm not hearing that till 30 seconds later. And, just, and we're thinking, just thinking, oh, we've got to come up with a new way of doing this. Um, then a bit later, um, I started parking outside her house in my van <laughs> all the cables through a letterbox and uh, so she was in the living room I was in my van and uh, we kind of just got into this way of streaming things and uh, putting our using our phones putting them next to each other and whatnot and it, it kind of worked uh, but her internet was rubbish <laughs> oh dear so work kindly. I was on furlough with work because I work in events, mm-hmm. and of course everyone knows it's been hit hard. And they asked me if I'd do some, uh, one of our live gigs from from where I work. I thought that was a great idea because, well, for starters, they've got high speed internet, so I was like, "Yeah, let's do it there." Yeah. And uh, I remember we. I I went back to work in December, and. I'm sat there, we're doing a bit of refurbishment, getting ready for when events do start back up again. And I'm sat there in my kind of office workshop and I've just all in piles. I've got all my lights and I've got a load of TV, conference TVs just stood up. (laughs) I just thought, you know what? I'm pretty sure I could put all this together and come up with some kind of nice little backdrop and... It just worked out. It, like I say, it's 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 very over the top, but uh, but it's been fun. It's one of the most amazing looking live streams I have seen. I've got so many people who sound awesome, uh, but you're not only sounding awesome, but also you've got that the the full set as well, which is rather impressive. And where yeah. where are you both musically at the moment? We're just uh, doing our thing. Um, well, we we're not really we haven't been able to practice rehearse or anything. So when we do live stream. It is basically our rehearsal. It's a jamming session, which is which is good. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, it's uh, we, we 
we are hoping to do more and more. Uh, Jade's had to put up with me, unfortunately, because she puts up all the stress and me trying to get it all to work because um, uh, it's such a bit of an over-the-top over setup that uh, I have to, usually I'd sit behind the desk and make sure everything's working. But as soon as you, I pick the guitar up and a camera would go off or something, I'm like, Jade, hold my guitar. <laughs> uh, but fortunately, she, uh, she's been very patient with me. And um, to say thank you, I think the other month, I, she did a solo live stream so I could practice mm -hmm. actually getting behind the desk and making sure it looked and sounded right and nothing messed up. And it did. And it was good. It was a good stream. So watch it. Okay, well, we'll, we can check all that out. Well, I mean, all of this is uh, appearing online and you're keeping it there for posterity too. So we can see everything from the uh, the, the letterbox sessions, we can call them, uh, yeah. uh, through the, uh, the, the, the interesting early days with the delay to, I'd say, an amazing setup that you've got now. And, and what music are you enjoying the most? Oh, that's a good question. It's... Uh... Um, I, I just, I, to be honest, I just like making a load of noise with Jay. She's the only, probably the only singer who appreciates me being loud. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that, it, it, it's, it's a nice little musical fix for, for us. And you had some good fun along the way because you've uh, put uh, a few videos together for, for special occasions. Was there a Halloween one? Was that the Time Warp one? Yeah, that, that was that all set up for Halloween because you had, you had guest stars on that and everything. Yes, uh we were just when when we got into that streaming thing, um, and just saw how versatile it was. And again, on the phone, we we're just thinking, you know what? I'm pretty sure we could play a song and get people to dance along, and I could put it on a video. I'm pretty sure we could play in time with them dancing on the video. And it was just, you know, when you're in lockdown, you come up with these stupid ideas because you've got the time to figure it all out. <laughs> Well, you're a bit of a technical whiz anyway, which I think helps, and that, that's been proved by what we have seen, and your constant striving for perfection in these things. <laughs> yeah, so lo loads of our friends sent, in us, sent us videos in last minute, and we stitched it all together, and they, they were absolutely brilliant. It was such, such a laugh to do. Well, that is available online. Meanwhile, uh, we're going to hear, uh, take a little piece of my heart, isn't it? And uh, uh, this one, uh, again, there's some good meaning behind this song. It's just one of those songs where you say to Jay, Jay, can you sing this? And she goes, yeah, no problem. And it's, yeah, she just knocks it out of the park. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's certainly the case. Where can we find you online and all your musical back catalogue? I'm mostly on Jade's music page now. So if you just search Jade Music. Mm -hmm. and that probably comes up and hopefully I've been doing some streams for, for other acts because it seemed like a, a really waste of a nice setup to not share and uh, let other people have a go um, so uh, so just look out for it I think I don't think you'd be able to miss it if you saw it on a live stream you'd probably recognise it where it, where it's from <laughs> OK well look out for that one but uh, Jade Music is where it is Jade and JP are the uh, combo who are doing some fantastic work including a wonderful light setup. we're going to take a listen to you now in all your glory but JP thank you for joining us oh, you're more than welcome thank you Jason some Janice Joplin
LGBT plus Sparkle will be talking to Rethink Mental Illness on their Thursday get together on Zoom this week. To tell me what, I'm joined by Paul Ryder. Hello, sir. Hello, Jason. How are you? I'm good. Good to talk to you again. And you're turning into a regular. Each week you're coming up with something else, whether the, the last recent talks have been LGBT plus uh, uh, History Month. And you've got one for an awareness week this week. Yeah, as this week it's called Time to Talk Around Mental Health. So, what sort of things will you be talking about? And who's your guest? Um, her name's Linda Dines, and she will be talking around um, Rethink Mental Illness. She'll be talking about ways to support your mental health and well-being during lockdown. Also, tips in staying healthy and information on some of the support services that, that are out there. Yeah, because they have a, a, an emotional helpline which is available, and this gives people the opportunity to have someone to talk to. And, and obviously, it's a difficult time for many at the moment. Others are coping better than others, but equally, there's no shame in not being able to cope with this, because as we've heard so many times, this is an unprecedented situation. None of us were prepared for this. Very true. Um, I think my own mental health is struggling now and again, and a book compared to other people, like they must be going through obviously more harder times. I always think there's always someone worse than yourself. 
and that we're not the only ones. No, and I mean, you've been uh, at the, the forefront of the, uh, the LGBT plus Sparkle group. We first met up in real life just before lockdown happened. And when you were putting this group together, I mean, you didn't realise at the time how important it was going to be. Exactly. And it was me and my, my, me and my partner, Marcus, that we met you for the first time. I think that was, whereabouts was that, Jason? I can't remember that. Well, that was over the lighthouse when the lighthouse was allowed yeah. to be open, <laughs> which is uh, where we would normally be recording. And, uh, you know, it's, it has been um, a, a strange time. But I say you've, you've gone online, you've gone, gone through Zoom, and I say you've got this talk coming up this Thursday, which is going to be raising awareness on mental health issues and helping those who need someone to talk to because they're going to be signposted to this, uh, this group. But, I mean, signposting is something that you've been doing from the outset. And in particular, I mean, last week, your talk on trans awareness as part of LGBT plus History Month. I mean, I know that was well received as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, we had, um, I don't know if you've heard of one, there's um, an organisation that support people um, I think it's 11 to 25-year-olds, mm. um, X to Y. And there was a lady there from X to Y, and um, she was joining to listen to Katie Neves' story, and I've connected them together, as well as all the professionals. Yeah, so, talk to them. yeah I've interviewed the, uh, the guys from uh, X squared Y in the past, and uh, it's, uh, again, a, another group doing some fantastic things in the city. And uh, you know, you're trying to build a community, which is sort of holding everyone together here. Definitely, you know, and connecting people. Some other organisations, I'm not saying X to Y, haven't heard of each other, and then just connecting them to each other to maybe do some work together as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as ever, you have your group meetings on Monday and Tuesday. So give us all the details on times. We're doing a Monday one, 2 to 4 p.m., and then a Thursday one, two two o'clock till three thirty. You can find us on Facebook, LGBT Sparkle Wolverhampton. And all people need to do is come along, join the group, and uh, you'll uh, give them all the details for the Zoom login as it's required. And this is open to absolutely everybody, but with a focus on the LGBT plus community. As long as they respect each other, and you know it's a safe space. Also, if you want to contact us, it's LGBT Q Sparkle. Sorry at gmail.com. As I say, this Thursday you'll be talking to Rethink Mental Illness and they actually have a Black Country Emotional Support Helpline, a free phone number 0808 802 2288. That's 0808 802 2288. It's open 6pm through to 3am Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sunday 2pm till 3am and they also have a text web support uh, available during their opening hours on 07860 That's 07860065168. It's for those needing support. They're open 365 days a year. There is actually no referral required. Anyone's experiencing mental or emotional distress can uh, get in touch and they're also there for carers, friends and family who require support as well. So well worth, uh, uh, yeah, if if you need that help getting in touch and uh, be able to hear more about it and your talk this Thursday. And also, Jason, we've got the Samaritans the week afterwards, but I'll tell you a bit more nearer the time. OK, I think we'll be talking to you next week again then, Paul. Always good to talk to you. And uh, we, by the way, the, your um, stuffed unicorn, who is the mascot of LGBT plus Sparkle, who sat next to you at the moment, that's not Marcus, for anybody who was yeah. wondering. Uh, that, def- that needs a name, so we'll expect a, a name tag on your unicorn I by next Marcus week. I think the unicorn a name, but I can't think of the top of the year. OK, you talk to Marcus later. We'll get an update on that one. Meanwhile, thank you as ever for joining us and have a fantastic two talks this week. You're welcome. Thank you, Jason, for having us again. <laughs>
That's all for this week. Thank you so much for joining me back with episode 609 next week. I hope to see you then. Ta-ra for now. Goodbye from the milk bar. 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 Yeah. Goodbye from the milk bar. Yeah.